everyone. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Real English Podcast, where we speak to real English learners. Today, we have one of our younger guests on, all the way from Pernambuco, Brazil, Luisa. Hello. Hello, everybody. My name is Luisa. I'm from Pernambuco. I am 16 years old, and I'm learning English since I was 12. Okay, great. So we get getting right into the first question I wanted to ask. So how long have you been studying English and what was your original reason to begin or your original, original interest? Well, I'm learning English since I was 12. So four years have been learning English, like real English. And my goal was to travel to Canada. I can't because we have the pandemic. So I went to school that I wish I could travel to Canada. And then the pandemic, like COVID-19, and I can't go to Canada now anymore. But now I learn English because I want to be an astronomer. And in the university, you need to know English to, you know, so that's why I started learning English. Yes, that's very interesting. Uh, in in many countries, once you get to university, you have to study, take classes, learn in English for a large part of your courses. Um, it's not something that happens too much in English-speaking countries. And it's not something that I knew before I started speaking to people from other countries who are learning English. But it's very interesting. And let me ask you, what do you think your level is right now in English? How would you describe your mm, I think my level is good. Like... I know so many words in English and my vocabulary, it's okay. Now I can communicate with everybody, you know, like, I hope that I'll get better because I want to get better every day. And um, I'm learning, I'm still learning because I think that people learn every day one thing, new new things, you know. So, um, yeah, so you need to learn every day something new. And I'm learning. And I think that my level is good. Like, I'm not in the best level that you can, like, you can be like, oh, you're the best at English. But I'm in a good level. Like, everybody can understand when I'm talking about something. And I think that that's a good thing. But I want to be better. You are that's great. That's great. Uh, <laughs> and being somebody who is still young, 16, um, of course, you have plenty of time to do those things you were talking about, traveling, going to see places. Uh, do you think that it's a good thing to start learning foreign languages, other languages when you're young? You think? Yeah, because your brain is young and it's like a, it's better to understand everything. Like I, I'm learning. Now I'm learning just English, like I'm improving my English skills and all those things. And then I was learning Korean because I know I have a condition that I have, a, how can I say, a manic episode. 
and I learn everything. And and it's it is bad sometimes, but when you are young, you need to learn more and more because when you get older, it's not that easy, you know. Yes, I understand. And when we're talking about learning a language, any language, um, but here we're talking about English. You have what are called the four skill sets: reading, listening, writing, and speaking. Speaking. The two outputs are speaking and writing. The two input methods, reading and listening. The things you take in and the things you put out. What would you say you need to improve the most out of those four skill sets? Mm, I think that I can improve speaking because I need to know more words and reading. But I like reading things in English like books. And news, I like seeing newspaper in English and all those things, but I need to improve it. But I think that my pronunciation is good. It's not yes, like, it oh, you have the best pronunciation, but it's good. And let me ask you, do you plan on improving these things in a specific way? For example, do you say... I need to practice reading 30 minutes in the morning or I need to, to speak with at least, uh, you know, 10 minutes every day with a native speaker or do you just want to evolve over time? I want to improve in a specific ways. So I want to improve like talking to native speakers every day. Now I don't have so much time because I have a school and I study all day and everything else, but I need to improve it. And maybe next year I will put myself into it and try to to get better and better every day. Okay, great, great. You seem very motivated. Uh, yeah, I remember when I was when I was your age, there was there wasn't so much that motivated. Um, uh, and a lot of young people tend to hang out with friends, be interested in things that. Uh, other people in their school are interested in, uh, try to kind of blend in a little bit. Um, so let me ask you, do you think that learning English at your age is a common thing or do you think it's getting more popular or, or do you think no. it's still something that's? No, it's a little strange. Like in my school, like in my classroom, the real just me can speak English and my, my friend. So it's those two people and in in a in a room that have like thirty four people, you know what I mean? So it's weird sometimes because they don't know English and I think that English is something that you need to know, like to live in and if you want to go in another country, everybody's gonna know English because it's a it's the most common oh, language really. that everybody knows. Okay, and so you you mentioned that you have a friend who is also learning English, mm -hmm. um, but and she is studying by herself outside of school. Yeah, she's studying by herself, not in school. It's just a self-made. How can I say self-taught English? Yeah, self yeah, like that. And and this and you practice. Yeah, sometimes, but I usually practice in the groups, like and. 
groups that are native speakers because she she don't like practicing so much with me. On WhatsApp, you were talking. About. Yeah, on WhatsApp. Yeah, I'm talking about it. She doesn't like too much to practice with me, but I try to do my best to practice with native speakers because you know I how I said I need to improve my speaking. I need to improve my listening. I need to improve in everything because I don't think that I'm the best and I'll never be the best, but maybe one day I'll be like, oh man, I have really good English skills. Okay. And let me ask you something. Have you always studied by yourself or have you ever yeah. gone to an English school? Um, I no. know there are some English schools in, in Brazil that people go to to improve their English outside of normal school every day? No, I've always studied by myself, like mm. in, in my house, learning, watching movies, watching series, and all those things. But I've never went to a school to learn English. Just in my school, because, you know, every school has English. But it's not something like, oh, I'm going to be really good at English. It's just like in the most part of the time, it's just verb to be. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Wow. So it's very basic English. Yeah. School. I have a question about that, if you don't mind. <laughs> so what age do you start learning in school? Mm, I was... 10 years old. Like in the school, English started at 10 years old, I was, but I was not really into it. And when I was into it was when I was 12 years old. Okay, so from 10 to the time you graduate, or does it stop at some point? Or do you have it every year? Every year. I have every year, like, it's different school here in Brazil, but Sextuan, when we started to learn English. Okay. So, what here, here is what we would call sixth grade. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, it would be 11 years old or 12 years old. Oh, well, you would start at 11. At, at the start of sixth grade, everybody would be 11. Uh, or, well, I guess you could be 10, but <clears throat> if your birthday was a little bit later. Um, yeah, my birthday no, is no, let, me, let me Let me ask you. So you said it's pretty basic in school. So would you say mm -hmm. that from the time you start learning in sixth grade or, or sixth year to the time that you come out of come out of school, come out of high school, uh, would you say that the classes kind of repeat themselves? Um, yeah. Like it's the same thing every year or it just is different versions of sim simple verbs? And, and Yeah, sometimes it, it's a different version of simple verbs, but usually it's the same thing like to the sixth grade and then to the ninth grade. It was like the same thing. I'm not lying. It was just a verb to be. And then when I went to high school, it was like verbs, like in the past, in the perfect, 
past continuous and but was only the same verbs. You know what I mean? Like you can't learn if it's just the same thing. You need to practice another and different things. But it was pretty simple. I don't know why it happens, but it is not good. I hope one day they'll get better. And even the teachers, they don't know really English, you know, they don't know the pronunciation and they teach you like the wrong things. And you're like, what is that? Sometimes I'm, I was like, what is that that you're saying? And she was like, I'm, I'm saying things in English. And I was like, no, this is not English. It's hard sometimes. Okay. Well, I hope that system starts to change a little bit over time. Um, I'm not sure what could be done to change it uh, exactly, but maybe they will find a way that they can teach a little more actual English, real English in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you, since you're somebody who's young and you seem very self-motivated, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start learning English but they don't know how, they don't really know, you know, where to start. Just start practicing conversation. Even though if you're not good, try to con try to get some conversation with someone that is a native speaker and speak Portuguese too, so they can help you how to learn. Sometimes I don't know a word and I ask you like, what is that in English? And you and you said to me how it is. And I'm like, okay, so that is a good thing. Stop practicing with a native speaker that speak Portuguese too. Because if you learn everything and nobody speak Portuguese, you're going to be like, what is that? I don't know how to say that. And nobody's going to teach you how to say that. So start practicing and have some conversation. Go into WhatsApp groups and try to practice with native speakers. I like it. That's how my English get better and better. Okay, good. So you would recommend just throwing yourself in, and also, how would how would you advise the people who maybe have a fear of of speaking or interacting? You know, they they're a little bit embarrassed by their level of mm -hmm. English. How, how how can they improve um, with other people without feeling too too subconscious to uh, or to um, em embarrassed or afraid to ashamed. make mistakes. Um, well, don't be ashamed because nobody's going to learn if you're shy or something like that. Because even Americans or native speakers, they don't know everything. So you're going to be okay because sometimes you, you'll ask me something in Portuguese and I say to you how it is. And I ask you something in English and you said to me how it is. It's normal. And nobody's going to learn everything. How I said, I have a good pronunciation. I have a good listening. But I'm not perfect. And nobody is perfect. So don't be shy or ashamed because you're not going to be perfect. But even a native speaker is not perfect. I don't know every word in Portuguese. And you don't know every word in English. But it's okay. You know what I mean? Yes, I do, of course. And I was also wondering 
if you plan to do anything with English in the future, for example, study at university, maybe work a, work in a, a job uh, using English, uh, um, things like that. Yeah, maybe in the next year I want to be an English teacher. I'm going to ask to someone in my school because they have a one vaga. I don't know how to say this in English. I'm going to say they have uh I want to be a, a English teacher at my school and I I want to work because here in Brazil we, we can work at age of 16. And I want to work with it because I'm good. They know that I'm good. And I want to teach people. And I don't want they to be ashamed or shy about what I'm talking about or something like that. I want they to practice with me and keep going because I want to be better. And everybody needs to be better in everything, you know, like in life. If you have a bad personality, you need to be better. Get better every day. Keep practicing it. It's like in English, you need to be better every day, like have a new word every day in Portuguese too. So it's something that I want to work with. Okay, great, great. So we're starting to come to the end of the podcast today. And I just wanted to ask you if there's anything that you would like to share on your own uh, about your journey with English. Uh, any more advice you might have or anything you want to ask me as a native English speaker? Um, anything you might might want to know? Mm, what is the most uh, different thing in English that is in Portuguese too? Like, what is the most difficult thing to learn in English that you think so? Do I think? Mm -hmm. What is the most difficult thing to learn in English? Hmm. This is a little hard for me because as a native speaker, it, it's been a long time since I actually considered myself learning English. Uh, probably since I was, was maybe a, a young teenager or a child. So I would say the most difficult thing to learn in English is probably, um, like the past perfect tense, when to use it, um, yeah. how to, how, how to, how to talk about yourself, you know, in the, in the first person, mm -hmm. for example. Um, I thought to myself one day long ago that I would never learn Spanish if I didn't start speaking to native speakers, right? That that sentence is very hard because you're talking about yourself in, oh. in in a way that you were you were thinking to yourself in the past, right? Mm -hmm. So that type of thing, when you talk about things that are reflexive in the past tense that have to do with the future, right? Have future consequences. Those type of things mm -hmm. get a little confused. But even so now it's very natural because I've been speaking so long. So thank you. And what do you think is the most difficult thing about learning English? I think that the most difficult thing, I don't think it's really difficult, but 
some words are really difficult to pronounce, you know, like that we're not really into it in Portuguese because we don't have the same pronunciation tips like here, like world, squirrel, sex, like you have the TH sound and it's really difficult when you are a Portuguese native speaker. Ah, okay, so pronunciation things. Yeah, sometimes you get really confused about how to pronounce some words because they, you write they in a different different way that you speak them. So it's completely different. Like in Portuguese, we write the word and it's like we write it, you know, how to pronounce them. Yeah, it is is mostly written as it's pronounced. English is not the same. Things are written yeah. the same way, but you pronounce them differently depending on the word, on the uh, situation. The rhythm is completely different too, like speaking. When we are speaking in Portuguese, it seems like we are singing, and in English it's more like da 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 you know? Yeah, I understand. It's more straightforward. It's more, it's more uh, staccato is what you would call it in music. Every yeah. every beat is the same, right? It doesn't speed up yeah. or slow. So yeah, I I understand, um, and I and I love that about other languages. Sometimes Portuguese and um, you know a lot of Asian languages like like Thai yeah. or Indonesian have that Chinese. Yeah, so it, it is it is a little bit different in that way, but I think that. Once you get familiar with, we, we still do have rules. So once you get familiar with the rules we do have, there are just some exceptions that you have to learn over time. Um, I know a lot of people have also trouble with phrasal verbs, which because they, there are many, there are many of them and they're not straightforward, the meaning, right? The meanings can be, uh, more than one meaning to a phrasal verb or they can be a little obscure, right? Mm-hmm. I like them. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So that's it for our podcast. Uh, Louisa, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me here. And I'm sorry if something I said something bad. No, you were you were great. You were very very good. Um, and thank now you. I would ask you. If you have any social media or projects or anything you are working on, if you want to tell people so they can access it or if they can they can follow you, whatever you, you may like. Well, I have Instagram on Instagram, and my name is LouisaX.H. Okay, LouisaX.H, right? Yeah. Or dot .H. At that. That exactly. Sometimes it's hard because the ponto it's something in English that you have all the things you know, like that coin, point. Yeah. And it's the same thing in, in Portuguese. Okay, so Luisa, uh, thanks for coming. You were great. We we talked about Thank a you. lot today. I think a lot of people are going to be helped by what we talked about. I hope you have a great day. 
Um, and I hope you continue to learn English, continue improving, and continue to Thank be motivated so and motivate other people. Thank okay. you so much. Now I'm going to say goodbye in Portuguese. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Espero que você tenha um bom 